Good evening and welcome to the Rhythm Notes of Public Health. Mm. Welcome to the Rhythm Notes of Health. You would think by now I would kind of know the name of my own podcast, but because I'm public health, I always want to say public health, but I, I am the Rhythm Notes of Health. It's me, Kai Ianta. I am the soul of public health. We are doing our men series. I am so excited about this series, Clearing the Smoke on Men's Health. And today we have Roderick Watkins, um, licensed professional counselor. And we're going to be talking about mental health roadblocks and men. So I'm, I'm happy about this. So without further ado, let me just, um, let me bring him in. Let me bring him in, Mr. Watkins. Hmm. Mr. Watkins, are you there? Hmm. Let's see what happened with Mr. Watkins. Oh, there he is. Okay. Listen, Mr. Watkins. Hey. Now, believe it or not, we did a test run. So. We had this all down. Not sure what happened. It's called uh, human error. How are you, Mr. Watkins? I am good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm going to try really hard to call you Mr. Watkins, but he's Roderick Watkins, um, licensed uh, professional counselor. And Roderick, see, I did it already. Mr. Watkins, (laughs) welcome to the Rhythm Notes of Health. How are you? Uh, Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm doing good. And yourself? I am doing well. I'm so, I told you I've been excited all day about doing this podcast. And just even with the doing, you know, we did a a women's series, Mm -hmm. uh, um, vaginal health and sex series for women. And now we're doing clearing the smoke on men's health with prostate health and sex series for the men. Cause Mm -hmm. I, I would tell the men like, no, no worries. You got next. And so the next is finally here and it's, it's, it's their turn to talk about what they have on. I am very strategic in bringing in um, men's um, professionals in the area so they can feel like, oh, those women don't know what they're talking about is our health. Because I feel that way sometimes with me and doctors. I'm like, hell no, he don't have any parts. <laughs> let me go to let me go to a lady OBGYN. Like you, this 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 exam is not comfortable because you have no clue how I'm feeling. So I am very particular about going to women's um, OBGYNs or GYNs at my age because uh, I'm not having babies. But <laughs> just to bring and a person of likeliness, if you will, with the men is very important in helping me to help educate and empower men, particularly black men, or as I often say, if you listen in with me, I say the Afro-descendants of black people. So let me just tell you a little bit about Roderick. So Roderick is a licensed professional counselor, a certified professional clinical supervisor in private practice in the state of Georgia, he previously, previously was the director of mobile assessment at two acute stabilization hospitals in the Atlanta area and a volunteer, the, the volunteer part is very important, a volunteer disaster mental health worker for the American Red Cross. That's, that's very good. That's very good, Mr. Watkins. Um, right. Roderick, uh, now see, I'm trying to call him Mr. Watkins, but his, his bio saying Roger, so you know, Roger, you're not going to do this to me like this. So 
Roderick Watkins or Mr. Watkins. Uh, areas of practice include depression, anxiety, suicidal impulses. We're going to talk about that suicidal impulses, stress, trauma, low self-esteem, and concerns related to sex. See, see, Black Pink, we do our, we Black Pink, we do our homework, as well as delivering mental health services for people of color and the LBGTQ community. LBGTQ community. No, LG, LGBTQ community. IA. IA. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got this um, public health junior in my house, which is, will be my daughter. Uh-huh. She keeps me abreast on all things. I was like, me, I can't keep up. You know, I'm a scientist. I, this, this is way too much. You know, every, every, every. Listen, let me be quiet. I don't want to get in trouble. So Roger's goal is to guide people in moving beyond self-perceived limits, fought on by, ooh, I like that. His goal is to guide people in moving beyond self-perceived limits. Ooh, mental health, mental health, uh, mental, mental health roadblocks. Limits brought on by mental illness and life circumstances. Ooh, Roderick, this is great. Roderick provides treatment on brief and or long-term basic use using accurate assessment, CBT, psychodynamic therapy, which I'm interested in knowing what that is, coaching and meditation. Roderick treats all clients with sensitivity, respect, and confidentiality. As you see, we do our homework here. At Blackpink, we make sure we bring you people who are literally going to be able to not only address the concerns of Afro-descendants or African-American or Black people, but is really smart and know their stuff. And when I say smart, I mean, Mr. Watkins, that's going to be hard for me to call. Roger, Mr. Watkins, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. Listen, listen, listen. I try to be professional. <laughs> you are professional. You on this show as much as I can, but I know Roger. You know, from one of my birthday crawls, y'all even y'all 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 gotta learn who I am. We go birthday, way, so. back. way back, way back, way back. <laughs> February, I you know I mean right, exactly. <laughs> but Roderick uh, is very very smart. I just recently learned that Roderick got his BS from UCLA in mathematics. I keep telling y'all black people, God, they smart. Roderick, mathematics, Roderick. Cause I was gonna say, yeah. now how did you get into counseling? So you were mathematics. And I don't know if everyone knows, but when, when you go to college and you major, uh, I have a degree in mathematics, you can really go into any field that you want to, right? Any field of secondary uh, or third uh, uh, third uh, education after after. Uh, um, college is going to be like, you can come in because they feel like if you can master the science of math, you can do anything. Correct, Roderick? Mr. I, I'll add to that. I, I okay. think that is true, but I also uh-huh. think just with your bachelor's, you could just do about anything. You know what I mean? I, I think that I've seen people. You're not helping me help people, uh, uh, Mr. Watkins. Yeah, You're not helping. We got to help people. people. We're, we we're help still people. helping people. We're telling them that they're, that they don't have to necessarily limit themselves based on their original degree. Uh-huh. This is the therapist. Right. I, forgot, and, I got the therapist. Good advice. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I definitely yeah. the, the name of the school and the degree have opened a lot of doors for me. And I'm I'm very blessed and thankful for that. Yeah. But I also I've seen other people with degrees, with uh with art degrees or different things like that that do things that you, you would never thought, you know, were they would do or you know. Or, or would even get them into that field. So 
I really think that it's more of what you want and not yeah. just necessarily the letters behind your name. Yeah. So briefly, what made you go into therapy, like from mathematics? Like, was that your thought that I'm going to go into mathematics and then I'm going to therapy? Or how did you get into therapy? My best friend would say that we have many gifts. Hmm. And I think that when you're younger, you know, school is overwhelming. There's so many different things. And you, you, you sort of go into those niches that are easiest for you. And not that mm-hmm. I don't enjoy math and not that I don't enjoy science. I do enjoy all those things, but I've, I've had several loves in education throughout my time and math just happened to be that first one. Mm-hmm. And um, I went from there, uh, uh, started off actually as a software analyst. Uh, mm-hmm. I started off programming ATMs. So, and uh, from there, I just tell people I went from programming computers to programming minds. Ah, I like that. Like, I, I like that. Because because somehow they all kind of work together, right? Somehow they all have to, you all have to connect, you always have to connect the dots to make something work in, in its whole self, even the, even the machines, right? Yeah, so, so everything's connected. And, yeah, everything's and some connected. people believe that math, some people believe that math is a universal language. It, no, no, it is. It is. I believe that too, because you know, I'm a scientist. So yeah. Where are you from originally? So you're here in Atlanta, right? Atlanta, Georgia. Where are you from originally? Um, Mr. White? I am originally from Flint, Michigan. Oh, okay. Okay. You're from Flint, Michigan. I'm a Flintstone. Yeah. You're a Flintstone. Is that, is that what, is that what they call you guys? <laughs> now, nah, you know, it's one, it's, it's one of them new modern terms. Yeah. New modern terms. Like, yeah. It's, so, it's like, listen, it's so many, like you, you gotta keep they up. may have changed it now, you know. I'm I'm getting up there. So yeah, yeah. Oh, you they may up have a new term for us today. Well, you know, listen, with age comes money and wisdom, and we have to pass that on to the the kids and the people that need to learn things. Now, I wasn't serious, but I'm serious because I, I tell them I do it all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that part, yeah, right. <laughs> and we gotta and, and, and guess what? Guess what? We got a guy there, right? Teach so them listen, well. Teach them well. So listen, so we're doing this clearing the smoke on men's health and we're doing prostate health and sex series. And last, uh, our last show, we did uh, prostate health and we had Dr. Fossil on and it was really, really good. So, cause I learned so much about uh, men cause I, I was telling him that men, um, although they know they have this prostate, right. They know they need to get it checked. All men are not always clear on what the prostate is, the, the importance of the prostate. Can you, can you, do you, can you have, can you live without the prostate? So I just wanted to address all those things. And I also, cause, because we know that women are, uh, when, when men are, are in relationships with women, they, they are the main ones that say, go to the doctor mm-hmm. or your sibling or your mom. They, they tell me and like, Hey, listen, you have to go to the doctor, right? So it's important for me because a lot of women listen to the show to have have the women understand about the prostate also. So we started off with that prostate show, which is doing really, really well. People are calling, people calling me and saying, hey, listen, this show was really good. It was really informative. I, I, I learned so much. And so and you listen to the show, and so you, I did. You I me these got great to learn some things myself. And, I yeah, see, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So we're starting with there, and so this is our second show, which I'm excited about because our Milton Health Roadblocks in Sex, and um, was one of our highest rated shows on the women's side. And mm-hmm. so we we what we know from that is that 
people have things that happened to them yesterday, right? That are causing mental blocks, whether it be um, where you're from, from the region of the world, where you're from uh, inside of the United States, where you're from inside of a religion, where you're from inside of being black, where, where you're from, how you grew up actually dictates how you think about things, right? Sex so is I, a culture. And sex is a culture. Sex is a culture and it differs. It differs in different regions, mm -hmm. uh, different places in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their own taboos and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and these things can actually be, you know, can actually correlate with some uh, mental blocks that you have, you know, in regarding your performance or how yeah. you should be. So yeah, definitely. So, so I'm glad. I'm glad you said. You know, I'm telling. I, I promise you. I promise you. I say this all the time on the show. But Afro descendants, African American, Black people, y'all so freaking smart. Like I love. It. <laughs> like, like you know, seriously. Like I'm. I'm a very silly person, right? I like to keep life light. You know yes. that. That's that's how you met me, right? I am high energy, but I am. I, but I'm really a nerd. Like people, I, I say that often. But I'm. I'm really a nerd, and so we're, that's we're why multi-dimensional. Multi okay, come on. That's what it is. Yeah. So I don't have to say I'm a nerd, or I could be a nerd and be this other thing because I'm multi-dimensional. Can be a, oh, yes, on, exactly. Therapist. It, it is. It's, it's, it's multi-dimensional. We want to. Yeah. Or I think of us like puzzle pieces or 3D puzzle pieces and each prong represents an aspect of our personality or the things that we like and different things like that. And so mm -hmm. the reason why I use that analogy a lot of time is because sometimes you fit with certain people and sometimes you don't fit with others. You know what I mean? Uh, Not every piece fits. People are uh, very complicated. Uh, oh my God, Roderick. You know what? Like, already, anytime the therapist is on here, right? It's always like, I feel like I'm on the sofa, <laughs> like getting therapy. You're about because to get really, it. Yeah, because really and truly, I always say that I'm bittersweet with people, right? Some people are going to love me and they're going to love my energy, but really, really and truly, I'm I'm too much for some people. It's like, oh, please settle down. Like, really? You're, you're like, not, you like this all the time. Yeah, we say that too much and everything, but I, I think that, you know, with that, people don't personalize it too much. It's, it's yeah. not that serious, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Although sometimes we make it, and especially when it's somebody that you really want and they don't want you, that's a whole yeah. other topic though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, have me yeah, back yeah. for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I think that uh, the thing is, is to realize that uh, flaws and all, somebody will love you just the way that you are. You, you don't necessarily have to do anything to it. And it, it's not to say that you shouldn't work on improving yourself, yeah. you know, yeah. but uh, self-improvement is just that. It's for yourself. It's, it can't be for anybody else. Yeah. yeah. This is such a therapy. This is such a therapy section. Like I really, I really, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind, <laughs> it's kind of like, no, no, I tell uh, uh, Dr. Adrian when she's on here, I, I'll, I'll say, now I came on here for the people, but I am getting something out of here myself. Like, listen, no, no, really and truly, because I, I always say I'm a forever student, I'm a forever learner, and I like yes. learning, right? Yes. And so if you can't understand to get something out of uh, what someone's telling you, then that's on you because they give you the information. Yeah. So Roderick, so mental health roadblocks and sex. Um, what you put in is what you get out, right? And so one of the things that we want to do Say, here- Explain that, go in a little bit more about that, what you put in and is what you get out. Because I don't know that that's necessarily- he, um, 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 Roderick <laughs> is not interviewing me. 
<laughs> y'all see how Marge just flipped the did y'all see how he just flipped the microphone on me? Like what explain to me? Okay, that was a good question. Yeah, explain to your viewers. What are we talking about? I like that he flipped the mic on me. Ooh, that point. That's my right point. Okay, so <laughs> so mental the roadblocks and sex. Sex, what you put in is what you get out, meaning that as we talked about earlier where you came from right okay. whichever whichever what your background of where you came from is is a sex that is is a thought processes about sex is what put in, was put in right and then what you put out is the direct result of what you know what he, he, here's an example I, I was i was having a conversation um with someone about um, we were, we were talking about the show cause people love to corner me in and they want to talk about the show. So we were talking about the show. And one of the things that they were talking about is, um, it was something so simple as to, uh, people when, when they're having sex or being tied up. Right. And it was like, oh, that's something I would never do. Cause it's the thought process behind it. And I'm from Mississippi and that's not what we do. And <laughs> although I like sex and you're not about to tie me up because I don't really trust you. So, so, so what I'm, what I'm saying is that then I meet up, I have a friend that may be from um, the East coast of uh, North of uh, DC or, you know, or, or Detroit or Chicago or, you know, Rhode Island and they, they may be from up there and they may be like, that, I mean, that's nothing. That's just adventure and that's just sex. And because their thought processes was different about it. Right. And so, and, and what they were told about things is different about than what I was told about things. Right. Agreed. So that's what I mean about what was put in and, and what you get what back you, from it and what you get back from it. Right? right. The same way I always say, my mom told me that the girls who was out having sex when I was young, they fast. Right. And, and, and so to, to this day, I say when I'm feeling sexual or cute, or I'd be like, I'm being fast. Right. Mm. And not even knowing until I did the show with the therapist that, that, that that's actually what it's, it's what my mom told me. It was what she oh, put yeah. in is, is what I get out. Now I don't see it as a bad thing. I just say, I'm, I'm being fast, right? And well, it can be a bad thing. It, 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 it can be a bad thing if it prevents you from completing or going it's not all preventing. the way. It's not preventing. <laughs> it actually is enticing because she said that's what the fast girl was doing. So if I'm being fast in that moment, <laughs> yeah, but okay, this is not about me. So let's go on. So at any rate, so 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 and it don't cause you no guilt or anything afterwards. Absolutely right? not. Okay, no, but don't too wrong for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wackers, I'm way too grown for that. Okay. So yeah, I wouldn't even be able to do the show if that was the case. And now my mama see this, I'm going to be feeling a little embarrassed. So hopefully she ain't watching this show, but she'd be sneaking and watching the show. So maybe she is. I don't know. Mama, I'm sorry. No, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, but I so, do want to, what you bring up is a good point. And I mm-hmm. think this is a good place just to interject real quick is that mm-hmm. some people do have that issue, like with things that their parents told them or things that they heard from friends. And how it impacts their, and this is for men, and it can be true for women too, but it can, uh, some people after sex might not necessarily, you know, may, may feel a whole bunch of guilt or shame because mm. of the acts that they committed, you mm. know, and then you also have sometimes because of the uh, different things that you were taught uh, or, or, or if, if you do perceive that you have an issue, sometimes that can cause the mind and the body to sort of disconnect from each other. Mm. Right. That I, I, I agree, especially when especially when it comes to um, men and mental health roadblocks with men, because I was actually doing my research. I tried to do a little research and that was actually one of the things that, that they talked about. So they, they specifically one of the articles said there's 
there's a strong link between sexual function and mental health in men, right? So that men should take a holistic approach, even when they're, when they're thinking about sex, whether they know it or not, it is a holistic approach from them because it starts here and all of the other things that they need to, in order to, you know, complete this erection with it to have this sexual function, right? But I want to go all the way back to the social part, right? Yeah. The social background. You said earlier that people, depending on where they're from, what they've been told, their childhood. Can you just talk about that a little bit? Because so, I know you see a lot of different patients in your practice, right? Mm-hmm. And how long, how long have you been practicing? Oh, wow. So it's about 2008 which is a long, long time, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You're the mad person. So how many years is that? Like, that ain't what I do. That's what you're like, yeah. yeah, why are you going to do that to me now? I don't do that anymore. Okay, my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> it's 13 years. I need the producer. She, she be like this. 13 years. <laughs> 13 years. Okay, 13, which is a long time. You've seen a lot of patients. So when, when you talk about your social background of where you came from, which, which, which we're going to include family, right mm-hmm. how do you describe or or what happens with things you, you know i guess we can use me for an example is what i was just talking about the whole fasting that you just talked about right how does that impact men because men are different than women like men are told that you should be this macho right guy that mm-hmm. you should be this guy who is strong that you shouldn't cry that you know you should not break you shouldn't have meltdowns men are told to be this all be be Dun, 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 dun. I'm, I'm a man like you know what I mean so I'm always on I can I'm perform always on I can perform at any time I can perform at any time with anything not just not just sex just with anything they're always told to be on so how do you what happens in the social background if you will of upbringing that get me into here now I have something in my head of what I think but 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 you're the therapist so I I want you to give me your opinion on that well I, 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 that's a very complex and broad question but mm-hmm. I, I think to break it down it all men aren't alike but there are commonalities in regards to the fact that we all grow up in America or mm-hmm. Western society or whatever mm-hmm. society you grew in, mm-hmm. there are common er- commonalities with that culture. Mm-hmm. And I think, we'll, so we'll specifically talk about Western culture. Mm-hmm. Western culture already was such a sexually repressed, mm-hmm. you know, is a mm-hmm. sexually repressed yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And when you say um, sexually repressed, I, I want to make sure that I'm making sure that everybody is clear on what we're talking about because somebody told me something I wasn't clear before. So let me just make sure I'm clear. When you say sex. <laughs> When you say sexually repressed, what do you mean? With the fact that on, let's use media is a great example. The fact that you can have almost a fully nude woman on TV, but you can't have a nude male on TV. So Mm. we have these very distinct ways of how we can interact with sex. Mm-hmm. Right. So the and it repressed- usually has to be from a, in our society, usually has to be from a very uh, masculine uh masculinity or patriarchal uh from a patriarchal point of perspective or view Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so meaning that when you say sexually repressed then you're meaning that there are some things that are allowed with women but may not be allowed with men me i think it goes both ways there's definitely some things like women in our society are able to 
be more experimentative where men can't be experimentative. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, men have a very strict Ooh, lane of what I they can do. I got a question do. from that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, men have a very thin lane of, as far as uh, how they can explore their sexuality, because, uh, you know, if, mm-hmm. uh, if uh, females get to experiment with a variety of sex, with a variety of partners, where if men want to explore some of those things, they risk being labeled a certain way that, that uh, could, could add to this, uh, particular blockage that we're talking about uh, oh my gosh i got a question for that but i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait ooh, <laughs> ooh. so so sexual because so so you were saying sexual uh in, in the western world you know sex is repressed in a lot of a lot of situations right right and so with the social bu- background of or your upbringing right how mm. does this change everything well, I, I, I think not necessarily change everything, but more like conforms. Mm, conforms so, the, okay. right, we, we try to get all men to conform in one different way, which is why you have a lot of men with the same sexual issues and different things like that, because we're sort of cookie cutter. We're taught all the mm. same thing. Like you said, men don't cry. Mm. Uh, men, men, men are only allowed to express to emotions, happiness or anger. And we can barely get happy sometimes too. You might be able to laugh, but you don't want to, you know, you have to appear in control all the time. Mm. So mm. when you, you have this very narrow corridor of emotional expression and what that happens is, is that affects other impact that impacts other part of your lives. Mm. Right. And it mm. definitely impacts you sexually, as we talked about before, you know, mm. with the mind body connection. When you mm-hmm. can't fully express yourself emotionally and sex can be a very emotional thing, depending mm-hmm. on who you deal with, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but then even, even in that, right? Um, sex is multidimensional too, right? Mm-hmm. Sex doesn't always mean romance. Mm-hmm. Right, correct. So it's uh-huh. not always connected with a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. So then you dry, you have all these ideas driven by our society about how you have to have partnered sex. But sometimes... Uh, people are just having sex for the moment or for that feeling. So mm. all those things mm. are just so complex and can play into why. And, mm. and, and now I have to be on no matter what. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. So when you said that, I, uh, yeah, I went back to college. Right. <laughs> okay. And, um, you know, from college, I have a, uh, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I hate when I become speechless. <laughs> so, so, so no, I was going to say is, you know, I have two brothers, right? So I'm, I'm the only girl, my mom had two, two, two sons. And I, and so, but so in college, I have a lot of brothers. I, so that's probably my attraction to having all these brothers is that that's how I've really known to have these brothers. Right. And so I'm not going to really get into that, but what I'm going to say is, is that because I have all these brothers in college, I learned a lot about relationships and sex with partners and what have you from them, right? I mm-hmm. learned a lot of how men think, um, what men do, when men have sex with a particular partner, what he feels about her, what what is sex is sex a attachment with that person, and then what makes it attachment, or is sex just sex, like you just said? So when you just said what the, what you just said about um, sometimes men do, just have sex to have sex, and I, I'm clear on that because that's what they taught me without even knowing that they taught me that right mm-hmm. just 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 no, just them it's a form of relief free. it's a, a form, form of relief. relief a form of relief okay i like that you said that yeah. it's a form of relief yeah. so even those things um 
And you know what? Also, Roger, when you said that men have to appear as being in control all the time, that's really, really big. So that's a part of that crying thing. And that's a part of that. And literally and truly while you're saying that, really, that's exactly how I am being from Mississippi, Mm -hmm. right? Now, I I may not take the role of the women from Mississippi. Like, I'm not about to cook all the time, right? (laughs) I'm not domestic. I'm a smart girl, so I'm not about to be domestic. Let's get somebody in and clean up, right? So, so while I, while, while I don't take on those roles for myself, cause I, I don't define myself for that. Cause I, I'm a, I'm some, I'm a smart chick and I have more to bring to the table. Right. I said to my husband upon marrying him, like, look, don't marry me for domestic, for domestic uh, things, qualities. Although I can cook, although I can clean, that ain't really what I was trying to do. Right. But, hmm. but in the same breath, now I'm calling myself out cause I'm hoping that people will think about things of their selves and call themselves out to say, hey, I'm doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. I need to read. I need to check myself. I'm really big at checking myself. Like you said earlier, you awareness can't get is everything. Unless you're aware, right? So right. in that same token of being from Mississippi, right? Although I don't take those roles on, <laughs> the roles that what they had for women, right? Um, some, some of them, but a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I absolutely have taken on the role of what I want my husband to be. And that's the way mm. that I was raised. You take care mm. of the family, right? You you take out the trash, you take care of me. Well, I don't know that whole take care of me thing. That's not that's not really from the South because the women took care of the men, but I, I don't know, I, maybe I'm rebelling because I'm not, yeah, men take well, care of me. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just how I am. Like I just yeah. reversed that whole thing, right? I'm just, I'm just like you said, self-aware, right? Mm-hmm. But but it's not fair that I have tweaked right what I what I want to be is coming from the, the 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 deep south right as opposed to what I want my man to be is coming from the deep. it's it's really not fair just even having this conversation with you right now it's really not fair that I say I'm not sure doing it but that's what I want you want you said it's fair sure okay from the therapist himself. <laughs> You know, I tell what what you want is what you want. And you don't uh-huh. you you might not even even with your level of awareness, mm-hmm. th- there are still things that you don't necessarily have control over. And mm. one of those things is attraction. Mm. I, I, I mean, we mm. want to think that we're attracted, that we control who we're attracted to. But, mm. it, you know, we may have some b- control over, but very little. That's why you find yourself in these extended relationships when you feel you should have bailed a long time ago. Because why? Had, because why? Because why? Because why? If you had control over your, <laughs> if you had control over your emotions or over your attraction, uh-huh. would you have not left some new relationships sooner than what you did? Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I mean, was part for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. We. 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 That's another one of those things. Mm-hmm. You know, that we, uh, I think it's a myth in our society in the sense that uh, we have, you know, this emotional control over or this control over our, our romantic life or our love life. And it, it, actually, we find out that that's a very difficult thing to negotiate. That's one of the most difficult things to negotiate within our lives. Hmm. You, you, most people never imagine themselves with the partner that they have, hmm. right, initially, or when they were mm-hmm. children, that's who they grew up with. But then mm-hmm. they end up finding somebody and it, 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 it moved them in ways that they did not expect. And mm-hmm. now you end up calling this person your partner. Mm-hmm. 
that right? part. Mm-hmm, that part. Because so, if we had a if we had a choice in the matter, a lot of people may not have been married to the people that they were today. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. who they are with today. So yeah, a lot of that, but that's a whole different topic. Yeah, yeah. But 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 but, but let me just let me just be clear. Let me just be clear about what you just said. So when you say that we don't have control over our attraction, right? Because we were talking about when, when we talk about mental health roadblocks, because it all goes with it, right? It all, all goes with it, right? Yes. We're yes. talking about mental health roadblocks. Um, when you say we don't have control over our attraction, right? So we're basically attracting to the way that we were raised. Is that, is that what you're implying? All throughout your life. So you think of your life Mm -hmm. as just this time stream of things that you have collected, thoughts and different things like that. And some of them have some experiences have more or stronger experiences than others. And they Mm -hmm. imprint on your brain. And then our minds are great at looking at patterns or, you know, or keeping that information. It just might not all be uh, conscious that you can consciously access it, but mm-hmm. the subconsciously it's still there. Mm-hmm. So the one mm-hmm. thing that you always recognize is how you felt uh, when mm-hmm. you were with somebody, mm-hmm. right? Whether mm-hmm. it be a parent, whether it be mm-hmm. a friend. And mm-hmm. so when you meet somebody new and it allows you, feel you that. to recall that feeling, um, bam. that was very powerful you you, you're not even clear how powerful that was right because 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 really and truly when we talk about Milton health roadblocks right right this all goes this is all in line with it right because you're saying that these imprints right this is what i always tell people it may not be your conscious mind your subconscious mind right right but you just said as a as a therapist that the imprints and the patterns that we have that made us feel good. Cause as that's, as they're saying, say, you're not, you, you always remember how somebody treated you, how, how they made you feel right. How they right. made you feel. Right. So really and truly the facts about that particular statement is, is that you get imprints of things that make you smile, things that release those hormones of happiness. Right. And those are the things that you want. And those are the things that you're attracted to. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and so the redundancy of oh my gosh this is that I don't know what it is about this person but they are giving me something that makes me feel good and that's this attraction so if you're if you're in a place right that you say I don't know what it is about this guy like oh my gosh but I have this attraction to him and I don't even know him like I don't know his name right mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him but I have this strong attraction to him right and there are no words How, what what is that like what is that chemistry and energy are real that's right that part okay thank you for uh, validating <laughs> uh, what i say uh, i i i, I yeah. digress so chemistry and energy are very real mm-hmm. i mean you you know that electricity uh runs your tv but you may not necessarily know how it functions or yeah. how the images cross you know come across this across the scene and yeah. so those those imprints that that neural network that's been set up and everything like that it's releasing those hormones and different things like that. And you feel that and you're like, hey, this is how I feel. This now, I, feel. I, I, I do want to say this one thing, though. It, it, you, you do have some level of control over all your reactions, right? And mm-hmm. so you may not necessarily be able to stop the promotion of the feeling from coming across you, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. sometimes you do have to kick take control of how you're going to react to those things because you later on find out this goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning how people mm-hmm. are multi-dimensional mm-hmm. they may have very well uh, expressed to you a behavior that allowed you to let yourself feel in the way that you did in mm-hmm. the beginning mm-hmm. but because people are multi-dimensional it still does not mean that they were that 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 uh that 
whatever that vision you have, they match mm-hmm. to. And so mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. that happens, that's when you have to decide, mm-hmm. do I deal with who this person is mm-hmm. versus who I feel them or see them to be in my mind? Understood. Right. To, uh, that initial attraction. And when people say, uh, let's see what happens when we go out a few times, right? Yeah. Uh, I may have had this initial attraction, but let's let's see what happens when we go out for a few times. Okay, so 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 what you were told when you were growing up, right? Those 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 imprints that are on your brain is the way that you act on something, and it also may be the way that you don't act about something, which will cause so the roadblocks, right? Well, both can be roadblocks, right? Mm-hmm. 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 The way you act on something can be a roadblock too, right? It can mm. it, just as much as the way you don't act on something. Mm. So we think about the chances that we didn't take, but mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, sometimes certain things we can do can also uh, prevent us from achieving uh, achieving the relationship we want, like mm. not being able to communicate or mm-hmm. when when things need to be talked about. You know, mm-hmm. or uh, um, I'm trying to think of a particular habit or example, but it can go both ways. It mm-hmm. can go both ways. You know, it just it, what you really have to look at is how is this benefiting you, and is this is this uh, the feeling that you are trying to elicit or or bring mm. forth within this particular experience? Mm, mm. That that not. Yeah, that yeah, that, I, I I like what you. I, I'm not no seriously. I really like what you just said. And is is this what like is this the energy that that you were trying to get right? <laughs> like is it is it that conscious mind that subconscious mind? Are they acting together? Like what has changed? And like you said, it could be it could go both ways. It could be <laughs> the likeness could be the a mental roadblock because you like I'm not gonna go this way. I'm gonna go this way. Right. Right. And versus and and in the, in the things that are blocking you can also be or what you were told that were negative can also be um, something that will cause a, a roadblock. Correct. Is, is it, that's what you just said. Correct. Yeah. So I, I do got I do have an example now. And it's a, uh-huh. actually it's a, a common one that's used in, in uh, um, when they're teaching psychology is particularly CBT or cognitive mm-hmm. behavioral therapy. But mm-hmm. it's just this idea like if a, a one man gives a woman flowers. Mm-hmm. And then she's happy. She's mm-hmm. overjoyed. Ooh, my man thought of me. Da 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 da. But you could take the, those same flowers. Another man gives it to his woman, and she throws them in his face. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. these men both responded in the same way, but elicit different responses within that woman because mm-hmm. I mean, into the two different women because mm-hmm. they have their same experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can only you could just be taught that both these men were obviously taught that they were gentlemen, but uh, gent- being a gentleman doesn't always elicit what you want. Oh my god! To elicit into another person. Listen, listen, just the, <laughs> that whole flower thing. No, seriously. Again, again, I'm always on on this sofa right like mm-hmm. so so I, I always say I like the same guy I always say I'm attracted to the same guy when I you know I didn't I didn't marry till I was 35 so that was late according to what the standard I guess but one of the things about people who 
I dated, right? I, I date the same guy, really smart, kind of nerd, a little arrogant. Because I, although I'd be like, you arrogant, I kind of like, right? I'm kind of, I'm kind of attracted to a little bit of arrogance, right? But, but really kind of so, so much of nerds, but you know, kind of cool. You're with to it. confidence, not arrogance. Boom, that part. Okay, I'll, we'll take it, that. Those are two different things. We'll go into confidence and arrogance. What like, is it? I'm coming to see you. You better <laughs> make an appointment to see uh, Mr. Watkins because, like, he is like really, really good, right? You're not gonna have me on your sofa, but I'm on your sofa, right? But so, so I said it to say, but but it was something about prior to uh, my husband that these guys that I dated, they didn't like giving women flowers. But I like flowers. Like, why don't you like giving women flowers? They probably had a bad experience with a woman, right? Um, we're giving them flowers, and they probably, you know, it may, it may have got. I don't know what could have happened, but they, but, but they probably had a bad experience. So one of the first things that I told my husband when we were dating is that listen. I like flowers. I like getting flowers. This is the type of flower I like. I like <laughs> flowers being sent to me. I like flowers being bought home. Like, I just want to tell you that, like, is there going to be a problem? No, no, just kidding. So, because, no, really and truly, because I didn't understand, like, that's what I like. Like, let me just communicate this. Like, as I say, the older I get, the, I learn how to use my words. And, yeah, you know, that's, but that's that awareness down. we were talking about. Mm, and mm. that's that awareness we were that talking imprint, about. That imprint, huh? That imprint, huh? Well, and it's okay to have that, but, you know, and I don't want people to get scared to think that, like, you know, one of the things that we have learned about our brains and our minds, right, is even though we have these patterns that we look for and different things like that, we can, mm -hmm. we can change that behavior, but it's that awareness that allows us to change those behaviors, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. It's the awareness that, oh, this is not, this behavior, this particular reaction is not benefiting me in a way that I thought it would. And so maybe I want to do that. But again, that has to be something internal that mm -hmm. you want to change or feel that needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, a, a lot of people, you know, I, I speak to a lot of people and in relationships, you know, well, they come and they talk to me and they're instantly jump to their partner and what their partner is doing. And mm -hmm. I tell them, I, you're wasting your session. I can't do anything. Your partner's not here. Mm. Let's talk mm. about you. And, mm. I, and I, then I always tell them, and then I always tell them this. I said, I, I see what the issue is already is because mm. you're putting all your energy into your partner, mm. but you, 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 you're not even communicating your needs or what you want. Wow. Wow. And that's that awareness, right? And that's it's that easy, awareness. It's, easy, it's easier said than done. You want, you want them to change. You want mm. them to be different. But mm. what you're really saying is I need this and they're not giving it to me. Mm. And instead of you pointing out exactly what you need. Like you did a great job. You said you needed flowers, mm -hmm. right? And you let them know. Mm -hmm. But some people still don't get the flowers and they still stay. Mm. Mm -hmm. So my thing is you, you always, you, it, it's really, a, there, it, it's a level of self-awareness that you have to have about yourself and you have to be able to ask for those things from, and not even just your romantic interests. It it, it, it it you have to be able to ask from that from your family from your yeah. friends from whatever yeah. so and mm -hmm. just to tie it back down to our to to our topic and mm -hmm. and, and and blocks is because of the because of um because of this thin line that we can cross or that we're raised in as far as men mm -hmm. sometimes our needs aren't being met and we're not aware of those needs and ah. those needs are causing blocks that you can't mm. perform or do the things that you want in the way mm. because you haven't sat down and really challenged what it is 
that you're dealing with in the first place. Hmm. Which brings me to, that was a great segue. That was a great segue, which brings me to men and in, in sex and their mental, right? Because you just said it, if they're not able to identify, have the self-awareness, right? Um, about things that they want or are they're not getting, right? They may decide, and you know, which, which stress can be included in that. If they're tired, it can be included in that. If they're depressed, it can be included in that. They're not able to communicate this, right? And so then they pull back sexually because Man. they're in this mental state yep. that it's not necessarily what I want right now. My focus needs to be money. My focus needs to be work. My focus needs to be this. And My and, focus and needs to be other people. Need to be other people, right? That part. Yeah. Put, throw that in there. Throw that, that part. Yeah. So it need to be. It need to be other people. But whatever the focus is, because you know. So because I have to say that men, you know, women. Now help me out with this, and I'm gonna digress, <laughs> and I'm gonna come back. So, a, you know, people are putting a lot on this whole ADD thing, right? And mm. for me, for me, especially when they talk about women and talk about uh, black women or Afro-descendant women, I say that we have always been, as you say, multi-dimensional, been able to multitask and do a whole bunch of things. And now they want to tell us that we have ADD because we can't focus over here, but we've always done a lot of things to get a lot to get things done. That, that's that's me. That's how I think of it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that um, ADD. You know, I do I think that some people have ADD? I do, but I think that it's a tag that's put on some people because they have a million things that they're doing, and I think completing some tasks will take some of that whole. I can't focus over here because I have. I mean, it, it, it happens for me. If I don't empty my brain, if I'm waking up in the night, if I don't wake up and empty my brain, I'm gonna keep waking up in the night until so I either pick up a piece of paper or pick up a phone and start putting what was on my mind. The moment I can do that, the moment I go back to sleep, note to self, that was for me. So I think that now that every, everybody's sort of these modern counselors and modern psychologists based off of all the information that's available on the internet. But my thing is, is a person with a mental health issue is true, is dealing with the same thing that the person with the non-mental health is dealing with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's just that because of what uh, is because of their certain element that the situation may be exacerbated. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'll use a physical analogy like this. Uh, like say if you're, if you're an athlete and you have two athletes and one of them is perfectly healthy, mm-hmm. but the other one may be recovering from an injury, mm-hmm. right? The, mm-hmm. what's ex- what exacerbates them is the, what exacerbates the injury and what can harm the healthy person are the same thing. It's the running from the mm-hmm. track field. So we are not any different from any person that has an actual identified or diagnosed mental health issue. They're mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of the same stressors and everything like that, but depending on what is going on internally mm-hmm. um, can exacerbate that. Understood. Uh-huh. Understood. Right. And so I and I, I want to say it like that because I you know we don't want to we don't want to isolate anybody or Understood. yeah or 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 uh, just let them know that there isn't um, this is this goes back to that fact that uh, people always being on particularly men always being on mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. the person with the injury does doesn't realize they have that injury. Yeah, a lot of times, especially 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 black men or Afro descendant men, especially especially. I'm gonna let you say that, but okay. Yeah, I, I'll say it. I'll say it. Especially <laughs> now, because, because I, you know, I always say that 
I'm very clear on my audience. I'm very clear on what I do. I do what I do because um, underserved populations don't get this, right? And because underserved populations don't have people that are just talking about them. Whenever Afro-descendants or Black people or African-Americans, however you want to tag yourself, whenever we get a platform, we, we are very particular about throwing in other people, right? right? For me, other people, if you're able to get something from this, or other ethnicities, if you're able to get something from this, then get it from here, right? Yeah. But for me, this is for people of who looks like me, people of color who the attention doesn't go to them, right? And that's why we have health disparities. That's why we have mental health disparities. And that's, that's why, why we, we have, have mental health disparity, disparities. Exactly. And to, to, exactly. to, to, uh, to tag on to that, I, I think I want to, I, I also want to make that distinction very aware of because mm-hmm. what we've been talking about is awareness. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes what people don't realize is that they, they attach their well-being to their worth. Mm. And so what I mean by mm. that is if you have a mental health illness or something like that, then, or, or you have a, a sexual issue, mm-hmm. people automatically assume that, or not automatically, but a common thing happens is that it hits, it attacks people's self-esteem and mm. how they value themselves. Mm. So in order to protect yourself, it's not communicated. It's not shared. Mm. because that would make you appear weak ah. and that's something that men can you know in our society yeah. uh, you know we're really taught and I think even culturally just as black people in general we uh we're taught to be very protective of ourselves and not let people see our weaknesses yeah yeah no that look look that was so that was so good like li- like literally and truly that 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 was very good that was a Y'all better call Roderick Watkins and c- go in to see him because he is like literally telling you exactly what you need and and being fact about it, like calling you just like calling you on your stuff. Like that, that would be me when I say calling your stuff since I'm the only one on here. But I mean, but 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 you know, for me, like you know, I think that's what you when you met me is like what you see is what you get. But but I also I you can call me on my stuff. I'm just gonna correct it and go on and if it's for me, I'm gonna say it's for me. If it's not, it's not. But I really appreciate being um being better, right? And mm-hmm. so the only way you can be better is to be self-aware and to have some people around you who's not afraid to call you on your stuff, right? Because yeah. if you have all these yes people around you, then you're 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 always going to stay right there where you are, which is nowhere. Well, right? and let's talk. So let's talk about yes people though, and different things like that because mm. and it was just so interesting is that there, uh, it it's how you talk to people too. And so if we're talking about helping men with these blocks and everything, right? Yeah. That, is really how you present it to them. You know uh, what I mean? The, so presentation, you, the presentation, the presentation. Presentation is everything. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. we're if, if you realize there's an issue, but you tell them you 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 know uh cuss them out or you know feel you gotta have look, a clap look. back or or right or Oops. or right or uh degrade him in any way, emasculate him. Mm. How is that going to open him say up? That, say that part express? again, emasculate him. What does that mean? That is very important for us women because we tend to do that. If somebody hurts us, if somebody do something to us, if somebody, you know, said something to us, we are going to hit below the bill, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and so, so can you just talk about, as we talk about mental health roadblocks, 
what that what that actually is right so that's important especially for the women that's listening in who want to learn about men and want to help us and help our men right and the men that want to help to communicate this information like what exactly does that mean well i, I think it's just uh we're talking about emasculation or demasculation it's the ideal of being made lesser of a male Right. So a lot of times in relationships with men and women, right, the woman spends a lot of time encouraging and mm. and, and emasculating him. Mm. Right. Mm. But when it comes to being vulnerable, <clears throat> instead of using that time to make him feel secure and masculine, they go for the juggler, like you said. Ah, and you emasculate, you make them feel lesser or self-worth, but that's the time that you really want to emasculate him. Maybe yeah. I know you can handle this. Baby, I know you're strong. Baby, I know we can get through this together. That's not the time you want to yeah. just break out the ruler on them and say, no, baby, that don't work for me. You know, or, or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. But head I, down. Look, head down. Okay. Yeah. You know, All hearts are- on one accord. Like, yeah. Right. But, but, you know. <clears throat> I keep saying you put me on the sofa, but you, yeah. Oh boy. And, I keep saying you put me on the sofa. That is like, so Roderick, like, listen. Yes, ma'am. That, that was so deep to me that you said, you know, that's, that's the time that you don't tear down, that you help to build up. Right. And you have to be consistent. Like and you have to be consistent. It doesn't mean that if you tried today and it didn't work, that you're going to go back to what? Right. It means that you're consistent with this because we all know that when you just like just, you know, just like a kid, when you like, oh, great job, you did this, you know, then they continue. You know, it's just why people say, well, how do you how do you get your child to be an A student? How do you get her to read? And and I said, when she was little, I gave her books. And every time she did something good, I say, oh, my gosh, we're going to go to the bookstore. You're going to get a book. Right. And so. That is that is still her reward system to today, right? It is, and that process just doesn't stop. That process started when you were young, but it, like I said before, the mind is changeable and it still goes on. We still imprint things. Mm-hmm. Neurons are still connecting together so we can make neural pa- new neural pathways. So mm-hmm. you you that's why you can be re-traumatized or, mm-hmm. or traumatized in your late life. Your mind is just not fixed, mm-hmm. right? And, so, and that's why when something happens, just like you said before, when something happens, it takes you right back to this that happened because it's the it's the memory of it, that imprint of it, the puzzle of it comes back and say, oh, I know this feeling. And even if it's good or even if it's bad, it still right. comes back up. Mm. Exactly. And it might not always be factual mm. because mm. this is not that experience. This is you reliving an experience in your past. And so mm. it's sort of clouding what's actually going on right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Listen, listen, Roger. This listen, this is so again. I hate when I'm on the sofa. But okay. This is so good. Because because guess what? If I'm on the freaking sofa, I, I I'm this independent black woman, right? Afro-descendant. If I'm on the sofa, there are a lot of women that are on the sofa. I'm just wanting to say that, hey, I'm on the sofa, right? But yeah. there are a lot of women that need to understand this. And there are a lot of men who need to be able to communicate to whomever they're with that this is where I am and this is what I need, right? right? And I don't need this. They need to communicate that also. 
like, why are you doing this? This is not what I need, right? Right. Just, just as I said, hey, listen, I want flowers, right? I, yes. I, I was aware and said, this is what I need. But, but you know, like you always say, it, t- it, it takes two people to be together. And both people, if they've decided that they have this attraction that brought them together, they're going to have to be able to... Um, you, I like that you use flowers because, you know, just gardening in general, you have to, a relationship is a garden. You have mm. to nurture it. Mm. Yelling and arguing are weeds. Mm. Come on, somebody. Let's get them weeds out. You call yeah. the, you call the, you call the people to come in and spray the weeds so they won't roll because they get in the way of the flowers, right? Come on, that's right. Or, or even better, yelling and arguing are weed killers, but they don't just kill the weed; they kill everything in the in the garden. You mm. know what I mean? They could kill the mm. whole garden. They could kill the whole mm. relationship. It's just not, mm. you know. Mm. And I, I just, yeah, a lot of the blocks not necessarily putting this on the partner. I mean, yeah. because yeah, it yeah. always comes back to self-awareness first. But mm-hmm. you, 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 in order for anybody to be able to express themselves, they need to be in an environment that's allowed for them to be expressive and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and not challenge their very mm-hmm. character of who they are, especially when mm-hmm. you're dealing with a subject that's so sensitive. And so, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that just, just, uh, just allows a level of vulnerability that mm. none of us are really comfortable with, right? Yeah, yeah. And then this, again, yeah. this goes back to this lane that I was telling you about as far as men and how we're acculturated, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, how we're acculturated. So acculturated is, I got, hey, hey, listen. So this is for layman people, right? And so, although I may know some, what something means, of course, you know what it means because you're, you're, you're a therapist. We have to make sure that everybody knows what it means. And, I, you know, for me, I think they should know what it means, but acculturated, what does that mean? So acculturated is basically uh, uh, behaviors or rituals that you are born into. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Based off of your region of where you live with mm-hmm. or where you mm-hmm. live or or the family. Give us a new word, acculturated. Give us a new word, acculturated. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So based off of all those things, and we already have a limited one mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. Sex is just always a charged issue, mm. right? Because a lot of a lot of what makes a man in our society is based off of sex, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Right, uh, mm-hmm. number of number of number of number of partners. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, the emotionality. How emotional can you? How much emotion can you express? Mm-hmm. Uh, the caretaker, always being able to have, mm-hmm. be able to take care of these different things. Mm-hmm. So it's th- this very thin boundary that men can be in, and when when. They feel, or when we feel that we uh, fall outside those boundaries, sometimes that those can lead to some issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those can those can lead to performance issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you bump up against those walls of these tightly held ideals that you have, mm-hmm. those generally can cause blocks into how you perform or 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 whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Roderick, listen. I, I, I never thought I had sex on a day to say this, but we don't need a part two to this <laughs> mental health roadblock that men, we are going to need a part two because, you know, yeah, 
yeah, this, this is so good. I'm always saying that, like, this is so good. People gonna say, you say that about everything, right? It's like one of my friends, every time she eats something, like, this is our best so-and-so so I ever had. We were like, yeah, you said that about everything. And maybe it is a bit because this is so good because I'm saying, you know, if, if I'm learning things, right, I know that other people are learning things, right? And so, and, you know, and we're not trying to get all your work for free because we, you know, people are going to, people, people are going to come to you like, hell, I need to come. I need to make an appointment right now. So people are going to come to you, but because the show is only so long, we are, de- we would definitely need like a part two. And I feel like I, I almost want to keep I'm you on, but I ain't going to keep you on, but I'm going to bring you back to do a part two. So before I even go on to the next episode in this men's series, we are going to do this part two, because there's so many things that we didn't talk about that I wanted to talk about with this men's health roadblock, uh, mental health and roadblock, because everything that you said is very important to helping us to understand who we are as people and who men are and how we need to communicate with one another and how we need to get rid, rid of the reeds. But we we need to talk about church hurt. We need to talk about Ooh. religious teaching. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about social media. Yeah. You know, th- there yeah. are some things that yeah, we, we did just not... scratched the surface. Yeah, we just, yeah. we just, we just, we just, we just, but me, but, but Roger, you know, we knew this. We knew that we knew <laughs> from the moment that we met that we had this chemistry, right? Yes, and we, we did. knew that it, yes, we I did. remember I was at a concert, I was like, whole concert, I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> at the concert. Oh, okay, okay. oh yes, yes, yes. That was crazy. That, that was because I was and like, the, oh yeah. And I'm the whole concert, I kept looking like, and oh my God. That's that was concert. a great concert, like, too. Like, like, yeah, that was a great concert. Yeah. But, but, but you know, so so again, we we you know we met through a mutual friend who 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 you know we Tuskegee to you, you know who I have I have great chemistry and that's why I love him. And so I met you through him. And from the moment we left, you know, you came at the end of my love uh, house crawl, right? You came at the end. It's like, oh, Roger's coming. And you came at the end. And remember, we were there a long time just talking we, to you. We shut it down. We shut it down just like having conversations and talking to you. And so I knew that this was going to be a good show. And, oh, and, 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 it's, and it's been so informative to things that we need to know. And again, I, I, I always say this, and I always say to people, there are a lot of people who are just like me, right? Yeah. Whether they want to admit it or not. I mean, like you said, I'm self-aware. But if 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 I am needing, you know, I'm married and if I am needing to know, I, I've identified with a lot of things that you said that I'm doing or not doing, right? And that I need to check myself. I feel like I need to get out of here and go tell my husband, I apologize, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just was done with the therapist and he said this, 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 this. Right, really. So really and truly, but, but, to, to even to be able to do that and to humbly do that is you know a, a very a state that you need if you want to get rid of the weeds right to get back to the flowers like you said yeah. right yeah so there's still so many things that we need to talk about uh Roderick if you would just agree to come back that means I do I whenever you need to record again yeah. I need you to come back so we can just finish this mental health of roadblocks yeah. and um you know, we're going to be having these uh, listening uh, viewing parties. And I, I, I definitely want the second part of this to, I thought after this, after this second one, we're going to do, we're, this is, this is what we're going to do. But, but 
I'm going to, I'm going to push the data out because I want to make sure that we have the second part because this has been so freaking good. And there's so much we have to talk about. I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to this again. So I can just get exactly what you said. Cause you said a lot and it, it, you said, a, and when I say a lot, I mean that you said a lot that we need to listen to, right? Yeah. You said Thank a you. lot that we need to bring ourselves attention to with the self-awareness to what are we doing? How are we supporting our men that may have had these mental health roadblocks, right? That now need to move past it. How do we help them to move past these mental health roadblocks? If that's what we want to do, how do we understand exactly. um, the, our, our, our men and what they've gone to? And then how do men understand this even with themselves? Like, yeah. this is what I'm going through. Yeah. This is what I'm feeling. How do I communicate that? Yeah. So we have a lot, lot to talk about. I have kept you on here. I'm always very conscious because you know, I, you know, you know how y'all professionals are, especially the doctors. They'd be like, "Look, we've been, it's been fun, but I've been there a long time." So I'm always very conscious. I normally have a, I got a timer going over here that's telling me like this, this, this is what time you've had. So <laughs> we have. For me, I can go on because I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to sleep really well tonight because I was, just, I'm just so excited about. I'll probably probably play this back and listen to it tonight because okay. it was just so good and informative for me and in the things that you said that can help me and my relationship and I'm sure it'll be able to help other people um, in their relationships and help men to understand hey this is what I need right well, and, I, and, and and I'll communicate this yeah and I and I I, I think I want to uh, I do want to say this in regards to just any mental health block, you know, mm. the the only way to get beyond it is to be aware of it and to talk mm. with it. Mm. And mm. usually the fastest way to healing, the fastest way to healing is not just the awareness, but the support, the support that you have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the people that mm-hmm. you have in your corner. That's, mm. uh, that's how we see a lot of people get through things like mm. this. So the fastest way of healing is support. Wow. That's deep. Okay. Wow. I, you know, I always say to people that the universe has this way of giving you exactly what you need when you need it, if you're open enough to receive, right. Mm -hmm. What, What you need. So I think, you know, although I'm doing this show for people, you know, I too needed this show, like more than you ever know. So I, you know, Ashe is, you know, what they say. So <laughs> I really and truly um, need. I, I'm, I'm telling you, Roger, from the from the bottom, the bottom of my heart, I'm, I'm, I'm going to um, call you outside of here because really and truly, uh, deep humbleness. I, I really and truly needed this show, like more than I. Yeah, yeah. I had these questions and all these things that I was. Uh, specifically wanted to talk about, but I always give uh, my guests the freedom of um, going in the direction they need to go because it's always the direction that we need to be in. So mm-hmm. I really uh, appreciate, um, yeah, <laughs> listen, the support because that's the support, fastest way of healing. Support, right? right, but support is not fixing. Mm, mm, mm. What support? What is it doing? What's support, support doing? <laughs> support, <laughs> support is generally that. It, it's just it's just knowing knowing that you're available. Knowing that you're available. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of people confuse support with fixing, but the only mm-hmm. person that can really do the healing, the healing that comes person. within is that person. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So support doesn't mean 
that you go out and you arrange the appointments and you tell them mm-hmm. what they need to fix a therapy. It doesn't work like that. Okay. Yeah. Support is just that the support, like to say, I'm there when you go, when you make your appointment, I'm right there for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're going to have to have a part two. Yeah, um, Roderick, yeah. this, this, this was really good. You go to therapy, you, you know, let me drink my water. I'm, I'm going to say you need a drink. So I'm going to drink my water. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. Do do some deep breathing. Can we do a couple breathing. of deep breaths? Absolutely. You need some deep breaths. Is that how you end your therapy? Tell uh, people. All the, t- all the time. I tell people, hey, let's stop. Because it was, it's a lot. It could be emotionally mm-hmm. triggering for some people. So mm-hmm. seriously, just a couple of deep breaths. Take them with mm-hmm. me now. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Yeah, I said yeah. take five deep breaths five times a day. So absolutely, yeah. you need to, to breathe do that. And just it. take that deep breath and just, you know, it is a lot and it is okay. Yeah. You know, uh, we're talking about some deep things. So I look forward to coming back. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and so uh, Roderick, Mr. Roderick Watkins, who I kept regressing back to that Roderick and just couldn't call him Mr. Watkins. How do people reach you? And if people wanted to come, and literally sit on your sofa. You know, I always say sit on the couch because that's the that's what people say, but sit with you and talk, right? How well, would they do that? Well, one of the things is I, I don't generally do a traditional sit on the sofa and talk. I get my people up and we go walk. Oh, that's so, so innovative. <laughs> We're not gonna sit here and talk. Let's yeah. walk and talk. Okay, all yeah. right. So if yeah, someone you know, wants to walk and talk with you, yeah, <laughs> we can do the traditional thing too. I leave it. Like I leave it guy. up to. I leave it. <laughs> I leave it up to my people, you know, to decide. But you can call uh, my answering service, uh-huh. and I will give you that number. Okay, give it to us slowly, and and, okay. and just so you know, whatever you don't get from this information, um, then uh, Roderick will be on Blackpink's website. And you'll be able to go there to get the information. So, but go ahead and uh, let let everyone knows how blackpink.org that is, um, how to get in contact with you. You better pub. You got to do your publicity too, right? Absolutely, that part. <laughs> you know, I was uh, I was stalling for a little time as mm-hmm. I I got a new number. Yeah. Are you trying for the come on? <laughs> Well, well I, I, just tell them if they wanted to. Can they reach you online while you're waiting? On oh, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at R.Y. Watkins. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Instagram there and you can always uh, direct message me on that. Um, and as far as my uh, number to my answering service, you can call me at 678-722-5503. And, or you could just actually Google Roderick Watkins um, and it, my Psychology Today profile will come up. I am, I'm on Psychology Today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can, look, you can look me up that way as well. Okay. Okay. So um, now y- y'all heard Dr. Um, y'all heard uh, uh, Roderick tell us that he'll be back. Um, we, we're going to have to do a part two. Our, our men are, are very complex and so we have to do a, a part two to make sure that everyone is clear on these mental health roadblocks and sex when it comes to men. And so this will be part one. Now I got to go back and retitle the show and say part one. <laughs> so we can do our part two and we'll make sure that 
we um, take care of all things. I, I think, again, everything that you said is, is important that you told us and it was in, in, in the way that the universe took you to go was needed to go in that way. Because not only did I need it, but someone listening needs it also, right? So thank you so much for um, sharing your time. I'm, I'm going to be immediately like emailing you and say, what, what day we're going to record this part two. Um, and so, um, and then I'll just, I'll be, I have a little freedom. I, part one and part two is recorded. So, but I am, you know, I'm very excited about uh, people listening and hearing um, this information. I, I like it when I meet smart people and I'm just, ten, I tend to be attracted to smart people, right? Um, you said it's not nerves, it's confidence. Okay. You said it's not arrogance, it's confidence. Okay. So all those things. We got to go uh, into that different thing, right? Yeah, what, I got a different is, thing, what, right? I yeah. ask you, what's the difference between confidence and arrogance? The difference between, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so the difference. What's the between, difference? Yeah. The Arrog difference between confidence and arrogance is arrogance, you need to belittle somebody. Oh, confidence okay. you're self promoting. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's, it's like when I, people call me bougie, I say, I'm not bougie. That's condescending. I'm refined. Ah, it's the same <laughs> thing, right? Or I tell people I'm sedated. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. So, not, so yeah, nothing, understood. Yeah, nothing's wrong. And I think a lot of us get that confused, but nothing's wrong with promoting yourself. But if you have mm -hmm. to down somebody else in order to promote yourself, then that's arrogance. And that, that's, that, arrogance. that's really low self esteem. Because uh, there's uh, enough room for everybody at the time. Uh, that's right. That part. That, hey, I learned something new. So going forward, I, I like guys with not this is a chip on the shoulder who's confident, right? Not so much arrogant because I don't because I don't like anybody who belittles anybody. It's not my energy, right? So yeah. you're right. So I'm using the wrong word. Thank you for correcting me. See how no, it's a good one because it's a common thing that I yeah, it's a common thing that I deal with a lot of times. And we let uh and a lot of people feel guilt after they self-promote themselves. And I'm like, why are you feeling guilty? You're not harming anybody. You're, see you're, how you're trying to talk on the, see how you're trying to talk up another show that you're gonna be on, but absolutely that yeah. I don't know why that is, but we definitely need to talk about that. Like yeah. that is really big in, in black women. Like we tend to do that. Like yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna keep you any longer. This <laughs> is so good. I'm not. Thank you, thank you so much for uh, coming here. Thanks for uh, having the rhythm me. notes of health. Um, it, it has definitely been a rhythmatic experience, if you will. And I appreciate you coming on. And um, I look forward to our part two. I'm going to reach out to you tonight, just so you know. And so we get can get up. our part two schedule. Um, this was really good, Roderick Watkins. Um, um, again, uh, Roderick Watkins told you how to get in contact with him. Um, he's been doing this uh, 13 years or more. And he is good at what he does. Thank this you. has really been really good. I, you know, my um, my uh, female therapist, we're coming back to do a show. She's she's really been on me about doing this show about women withholding uh, sex from their partners uh, as a reward uh, or system, if you will. Or, uh, and so I, I think I'm going to bring the two of you back together sometime oh, in the future to kind of talk about that together. Yeah. I, think, I think it'll be a really good fit and really good chemistry for the two of you to kind of come, come together. And it may be one of those live shows that we do uh, just to bring the men and women together and kind of talk about it. But I think I found my love match here uh, uh, on the men and the women's side, Roderick. I, I, I'm going to have to go and treat Marcus to uh, something really good for even uh, introducing us because I have definitely found my love match 
here because oh, uh, you, oh. you're 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 it, Roderick. I, I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you for coming on. Until part two, uh, yeah, you 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 have a good a good night. And I'm, when I get out of here, I'm gonna take some deep breaths before okay. I call you. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Roderick. You have right, good night, you have a good Thanks night. for having me. Okay, I'll bye-bye. talk to you shortly. Okay, absolutely. Bye bye. Oh my freaking gosh, that show was so good. Let me get my uh I said I got my music going. I got my music going tonight, right? This mental health roadblocks and sex with men. Uh part one, as we just learned, part one. It was good. Uh, Roger Watkins, uh, licensed professional counselor, he was point on about so many things that we need to refocus ourselves when it comes to our men and the men we need to, you need to refocus yourselves when it comes to communicating with your partner, whomever that is, um, about understanding who you are. Um, right now, our feature artist, or as I say, um, now, ironically, I told our, our soul note for today, uh, me helping you breathe is uh, once again, Musiki Scales and West West Africa. Uh, and this song is called Amplify. Wow. Now, I was trying to figure out which one of the songs I wanted to choose. And I chose Amplify, but it is uh, fitting for uh, the occasion. Um, amplify because all things that we need to amplify our thought processes uh, to get past mental health roadblocks. Uh, but Musiki Scales, if you listen to the podcast, you know that Musiki Scales uh, went to Tuskegee with me and I, I'm always promoting him. Uh, he's an independent artist. He's a very good artist. He has good musicians that work with him. He is Musiki Scales on all social media. That's M. A-U-S-I-K-I Scales is S-C-A-L-E-S. He is Musiki Scales on all social media. Um, You can go to blackpink.org. We have our playlist of our songs that we feature on the podcast there. But this is Musiki Scales West West Africa, his latest project, uh, which again, I, I, I highlight a lot. And this song is called Amplify. So check him out. You can stream this on all streaming um, platforms. Um, let me see if you know that uh, the soul of public health, Kai Anta, sent you over to him. Say hi for me. And um, definitely um, check him out. And um, yeah, yeah. But let him know, let him know that I sent you. But um, yeah, this show, this part one show, it has been so freaking good. People don't say you always say the shows are good, but they are really good. And I always say they're really good because I get something from the shows, right? And so since there's a part two, I'm not going to do a really big uh, recap. I just, one of the things that I want you to know that um, Roderick Watkins, a licensed uh, professional therapist said is that we are multidimensional as human human beings and we can become sexually repressed because that's how Western America 
um, does with sex. And he's helping us to understand our, our roadblocks, our mental health roadblocks, as it is with sex, as it is with us, with relating to one another. It all goes together. And because if we don't relate properly to a person, a person's not going to want to have sex with us, right? So if we have our spouses and whomever we're with and we want to be able to move forward with them, we want to make sure that we are, we understand or we, and we don't sexually uh, repress them. We want to, as he said, the fastest way to heal is to give support. We want to make sure that we give support. But he also said support is not fixing. It is just doing that, supporting. But you know, this is part one. We are going to have a part two. So I'm not going to stay here long at this goodbye. Uh, check out Musiki Scales, uh, part of our soul notes. Remember, we repeat what we don't repair. Hmm. And being with what Mr. Watkins just told us, that we repeat what we don't repair. Uh, when life moves fast and your mind does too, remember to breathe, especially after today. It will get you through. Your race, where you live, should not determine whether you live. Let me say that one more time. Your race and where you live should not determine whether you live. Be persistent, be patient, and persevere. My name is Kai Ianta. I am the soul of public health. This has been a wonderful show. I am enjoying this uh, men's series, Clearing the Smoke on Men's Health. Until next time, make sure that you're downloading um, the episode so that you won't miss one. Until uh, next time, bye-bye.